Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show this Tuesday night. Now, obviously, we have just had the Melbourne Cup. Last night on the show, I did present to you my tactic, my foolproof tactic to picking the Melbourne Cup winner. Yeah, you haven't told me how you went. No, I haven't. Uh, But uh, have you seen that video of the guy going around who won a million dollars? No. So a guy won a million dollars on it today, right? Was it you? It could have. Well, I might be with him. I might be sitting here a secret millionaire. You drove in today in the same car? I did. You're wearing similar clothes. Yeah, but as you know, Zach, sometimes when you've won a lot of money, you don't. You, you just got to take it slow. You did have a burrito for dinner. I did. And I did notice that you had guacamole on it, and that's <laughs> only the actions of a millionaire. <laughs> You're not wrong. I've given myself away. Look, before we hit twelve thirty, yeah. I will tell you the results of my Melbourne Cup uh, secret. And here's here's what I'll give you, Zach. I promise I will give you half of my winnings. Really? Yeah, that's because I'm a generous guy. So I could have half a million dollars coming up before the end of the show. Quite possibly. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, someone working in a cafe called the cops on me today. They called the cops? They called the cops on me, yeah. So what? Something you did caused them to pick up the phone and say the police need to be involved. I've been reported to triple zero today. What happened? Wait. Um, yeah. Is this around you stealing too many sugars again? Because <laughs> you've been in trouble with the authorities over this previously. Uh, look, th- firstly, you know my strong thoughts that there should not be a limit on how many free sugars you can take from a sugar station. But this was not related to that. What happened? Uh, I was buying a, a secondhand Wii U, the gaming platform console, as a Christmas present um, for my mum. Right, an early Christmas present. I thought I'll get in by this from our Facebook market. I'm interested to see how this story ends with you being in a cafe <laughs> and the police arriving. Well, so the woman I was buying it off from uh, from the Facebook marketplace, which is like the new gum tree, I guess. Do you think you were the first person to actually use this? Because uh, I, I keep getting <laughs> notifications that it exists. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm aware it exists, Facebook. I just choose not to I, use it. I was like, I was looking for a Wii U anywhere and there was one on there for a good price. And I was like, well, I guess I use Facebook Marketplace now. But okay. it did like it did feel like the digital equivalent of, uh, equivalent of tumbleweeds when I yep. went there. Not a lot of people on that yet. But um, the person I was buying it off wanted to set up like a a uh, location to do the handover. Yeah, that's a good right? idea. And doing it in a public space. Yeah. Yeah. So I give the cash, they give the Wii U to me. And they chose this, oddly, because it was kind of between where the two of us lived. They chose this like um, truck stop cafe next mm. to the highway. Right. Okay. So <laughs> they asked me to meet them there um, at midday. So I got there. And I was standing with my uh, $150 cash, which was a good price, I thought, at the front of this cafe. You're not holding the money up, are you? Well, I might have been holding the money oh, around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been clearly carrying... The, the $150 might have been very visible. Why would you do that? That seems like a hard way to carry it. It seems like the logical, <laughs> easy way would be to put it in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like it I would mean, seem... It would seem unnatural to wave it about. You, you, you're not wrong, but I thought they were going to be there. We'd do a really quick deal, really quick handover. I'd be on my way. And there's nothing yeah. like pulling over at a truck stop <laughs> on the highway yeah. and just waving around wads of cash. <laughs> that seems safe. You're starting to see where this might end up with the cops <laughs> getting involved, I think. Well, the person with the Wii U walks uh, up to me and we have a bit of a conversation and I guess I can see that it looks suspicious from the cafe owner's point of view. Yeah. Uh, especially when they see them give me a package <laughs> at the front of the cafe and me give them $150 yeah, was in Was it in cash. a briefcase? 
Uh, it wasn't in a briefcase, but it was in like a nondescript brown paper bag. Right, yeah. Which looks mm. quite suspicious, <laughs> yes. right? So the, the person takes the cash, walks out, and I'm there just checking everything's there in the Wii U. When the cafe owner walks out and says, just so you know, I've just alerted the police, they're on their way. And I was like, I was startled because I had no idea that I'd done anything wrong. Yeah. I, I said, what do you well, mean? I don't think you have, have you? I haven't, but I, I didn't even know it could look yeah, that way. Okay. And they said, I don't know what you were just exchanging, yeah. what that deal was about, mm. but the cops will be here soon. I know that Facebook Marketplace mm. hasn't really caught on, yeah. but surely it's not illegal. <laughs> surely it's not so unpopular that if you use it... <laughs> They're going to call the police. Well, so the the person at the cafe thought there was some sort of a dodgy deal going on. That's why they've called the cops. I showed them because I'm holding the Wii U. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was just buying a Wii U off them, right? And they go, I don't know what you guys call it on the street <laughs> these days. I don't care. The cops well, are coming. No, they were deeply apologetic, right? right? And said, so, so firstly, they said they were going to call the cops back and say, you don't have to come anymore. Yep. But they wanted to make it up to me, right? So much that they offered me something free from the cafe. Because I think they felt really guilty about calling the cops on me when it yep. was just like a... So yeah, this sounds you. great. You got a strawberry milk. You got your Wii U. They gave me no, they gave me a free milkshake. And as I'm walking out with a free milkshake, I was like, I should do this more often. Yes. This has worked out amazingly for me. Next time we go to a cafe, yeah. I want you to get there first <laughs> and start waving some cash around. I'll show up, give you a package, and we'll both get free milkshakes. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Horrible news today. Nutella mm. might be no more. That's right. Our favorite snack, yeah. our favorite spread, mm. might be a thing of the past. Well, in its current form, at least, which is this is this might be the worst news that's come out in 2017. Uh, the company Ferrero, who yeah. makes Nutella, have announced on their Facebook page mm. that they are going to be changing the recipe to Nutella. And as people know, yep. This is a slippery slope. They could totally change the flavor without intending well, to. I don't know why you would mess with Nutella. I would have thought Nutella's at its peak at the moment. Yep. Nut- Nutella's had a good a good history, right? But I think Nutella's certainly peaking right now. Why change it? Well, see, quite often they change mm. things. You remember to like say that it would get into a different health category because it'll be oh, like you know if it has nice. a certain amount of sugar, they try to cut down the sugar a little bit so it'd be classified differently. The thing about this Nutella though, yeah, it said other changes include sugar content rising. Oh. From 55% to uh, 56%. Oh, 1%, 1% more sugar. Also, were we aware that Nutella had 55% sugar? <laughs> You're seems, kidding me. That seems like a lot. That There would be very few products. <laughs> Honestly, probably the only product with more sugar would be sugar. That's insane. Oh, uh, I was not aware of that. <laughs> wow. That's, um, how many health stars do you reckon 55% sugar gets you? Uh, not too many. Not, I wouldn't have thought so. Dom, I know you get particularly upset when snacks oh. change their recipes. Well, you know what? They do this all the time, whether it's for the health thing, whether it's to try to reinvent it. And, uh, I mean, obviously the recent example was Shapes and the outrage That's to that. That's right. There was not not a lot of happiness there. About 10 years ago, they changed the flavor of strawberry Nesquik. Which yeah, you're still upset about I'm this. I'm outraged. Little uh, 13, 14-year-old me wrote a letter to, uh, Did you? to the, the people who make Nesquik about it. Never Did heard you, back. You never heard back. That's no, sad. I would have thought they'd get in touch. And Who's on the Nesquik pack? Um, is, it a, is it a rabbit? Yeah, it's a bunny. I don't yeah. entirely know if he's got a name. Mm. <laughs> is it possible that Nutella... Uh, sorry, Nesquik mm. with the sugar content yep. was tested on a rabbit and it turned it, 
into that crazy <laughs> mutated uh, rabbit that you see on the front. Well, it, it, that's possible. It is also very possible that the original Nesquik recipe did go over the 55% sugar ratio. So yep. at one stage, I think I was just shoveling sugar into my milk, mm. um, more or less. But th- this is, I mean, Nutella would be probably the world's most popular spread. Mm. I'm going to go out there and say that. So this is, this is groundbreaking news. Well, similar, Dom, mm. to how you sent a letter to Nesquik. Yep. Asking them not to change. Mm. That's what we'd like to do this evening. I know that they've announced that the change yeah. is coming, but it's not too late. No. And this is what people can do when we band together, is we can start petitions, we yep. can put names down, mm. we can, you know, march the streets if we need I, to. i got a question for you, Zach. What's that? If you were the head of Ferrero, the company who makes yep. Nutella, how many names do you reckon before you changed your mind on changing the Nutella recipe? Ten. You reckon if 10 people said, I don't want it to change, you wouldn't change it? Yeah. 10, if we got 10 names on a recipe, on a uh, (laughs) a petition, sorry, (laughs) I think that would be enough. And I know you're worried because we don't have 10 lines into the radio station, (laughs) No, but Mm. I was thinking if we put our names down first. That's great. All right. Well, I'll start the petition now. Number one, can I put you down? Yeah. All right. Great. Zach. Number two. Dom down. That's Dom. Great. So that's two. So now we only need eight. Could we put Michael down? (laughs) Is Michael our producer on board? He, yeah, he, he's yep. on board. Put okay, him down. Great. So now we only need seven. Great. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> yeah. Are you willing to sign our petition mm. to get Nutella to stop from changing their recipe? It's really a last-ditch effort to keep Nutella as we want it. Yeah. Let's okay. see if we can turn this around and make some real change in the world. We're about to hear a heartbroken country. Katrina in Canberra, you want to join the petition? What does a Nutella mean to you, Katrina? Everything. Nutella is like life. Why would you change it if it's not broken? That's such a good point. Yeah, why change what's not broken? Katrina, your name is uh, there on the petition. we got Shane. You want to add your name as well, Shane? Yeah, I love Nutella. Uh, you sound like you're on the verge of tears, Shane. He's a bit Shane. choked up, ha- you, Shane, and that's appropriate. <laughs> have you been emotional today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, a few words. But I guess, how can you find the words in a time like this? Well, it's emotional, Dom. Mm. And sometimes people's expressions yep. speak louder than their words. And 131060, if you do uh, want to join our petition to stop Nutella changing the recipe, Charlene is in Melbourne. You happy to put your name down, Charlene? Yes, I'm not happy at all that it's not changed. Yeah, no, yeah. we can hear that, Charlene. And we're on board as well. What did she say? She's not happy that they're going to make a change. Because you said we can hear that, and I couldn't really hear her. So, But you know what? Sorry, I won't speak on behalf of you for now. I I heard you, Charlotte. (laughs) Felicity in Victoria. Nutella means a lot to you. Felicity, would you say it's your favourite spread? Yes, it is. It's amazing. When was the last time you had Nutella, Felicity? Probably yesterday. Yeah, oh. see, it's a part of people's daily lifestyle. That recent, you, you can't go mucking around with that. No, but, I mean, who knows? It's it's going to throw society into chaos. Just an update. Hmm. That's seven names in our petition now. Three more, and I think we have a real chance. Well, just think of this: making change. The CEO of Ferrero, wherever wherever they're based, yep. who makes Nutella. Because under ten, mm. they don't even look at them. No, no. But ten, yep. I reckon the PA or the the assistant mm. will march into the boss's office yep. and slam this down <laughs> on their table. Yeah. And say, we really have to consider this. Josh on thirteen ten sixty. How often do you eat Nutella, Josh? Oh, my, I probably a bit too often, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, no such thing as too often, Josh. No such thing. But we can add you to the petition. Oh, mate, I'd be more than happy to. You can't break tradition eating the time every Thursday night. No. Every Thursday night? Is, yeah. is that a tradition? 
apparently in Josh's house. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna join you Thursday night in a teller tradition, Josh. We got Ty in Newcastle. It's okay to put your name down, Ty. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we definitely can't end these Thursday night in a teller binges. <laughs> Ties on board with the, uh, the Thursday night Nutella as well. This is a new... Maybe that's what we got to do, Zach. Uh, some sort of activism around the country this Thursday night. Everyone eats Nutella. This is exciting, though. I think we need one more, Dom, to hit we our do. 10. We do. We currently have you, myself, our producer, Michael, Katrina, Shane, Charlene, Felicity, Josh, and Ty. One more name, and we send this straight to Ferrero, and we tell them you will not change the recipe of Nutella, Lucas. Isn't Hobart Lucas? Are you happy to be that tenth name for us? Pardon? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, look, the moment's still there, Lucas. Are you happy to be that tenth name on the petition for us? Yeah, man. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, Lucas. Is this uh, an emotional day for you? Yeah, uh, a little bit, bruv. The way yeah. I see it, shapes got changed. I rang up, called Arnott, what they were for, what they were for changing them. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it's. What it is, man, needs to be changed back. Can't be something good can't be changed. Yeah. Something good can't be changed. <laughs> and Lucas, would you mind if we put you on the front of the campaign? Can we put your name up the top? It sounds like that you're happy to be a spokesperson. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, great. Awesome. <laughs> would you is it too much to say Aussie Hero Dub? I wouldn't think so. No. I'd imagine I. that's what a current affair will call Lucas tomorrow night when they report on, on Congratulations, his Australia. We've banded together. Oh, and well I done. believe together we will have changed. There's a few moments in your life yep. where you have an opportunity to do something. Yeah. Tonight we've stood together. Mm. We put our name on a piece of paper. Yep. And I believe that piece of paper will lead to change. And the teller will be the same forever. Zach, I'm passing you the petition. Express post this straight to Ferrero's headquarters. Nutella's not going anywhere. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Seems legit. Dom, this is where you have to pick the real from the rip-off. The way it works is I'm going to read out some rip-offs of a famous thing. You yep. have to tell me what it's ripping off. This week's genre mm. is gaming consoles. Okay, I think last week was uh, cereals, wasn't it? Was last uh, week's? It was undisclosed snacks. Oh, that's right, undisclosed snacks. From and um, supermarkets. Yeah. Well, one supermarket in particular, <laughs> which we won't name. And I think I got three out of three, so I'm ready to back that up this week. What do you you know, got? I reckon you might get three out of three as well, because <laughs> okay. quite often yep. uh, the rip-offs aren't too far from the original. What a coincidence. The first one, Dom. A gaming console ripoff. This one's called Game Joy. <laughs> and it's a handheld device. A Game Joy. Game Joy Micro, to be exact. Oh, Game Joy Micro. Yeah, it's okay. uh, the upgrade from the original Game Joy. Uh, I think I had one of these as a kid. It's not the Game Boy, is it? Uh, yes, that's right. Ah. Which one did you have a kid? <laughs> the Game Boy or the Game Joy? I had the Game Boy. I reckon um, there were some kids on Christmas Day yep. who opened the game Joy and their parents <laughs> said, just what you asked for. And said, uh, that wasn't exactly, exactly it. Oh, geez. Do you want to have a look? i got a picture here. Oh, my gosh. That is the, it's basically the original Game Boy, but in, instead of being vertical, it's horizontal. That's yep. incredible. They really mixed it up. Yeah, well done. Uh, the next one yep. is a bit confusing. Mm. The Nintendo Polystation. <laughs> the Nintendo Polystation. Is Nintendo? Nintendo. They've used the actual word. I don't know if you're allowed to use the word they Nintendo. They might have spelled it differently. Right, okay. Uh, Polystation. It uh, comes with digital stereo. <laughs> Wouldn't be PlayStation, would it? Correct. Two from two, Dom. <laughs> well done. How close is the design on the, the Polystation to you the have PlayStation? A look and tell me. Oh, my gosh. They've used the same font. 
And that's the actual Nintendo logo. Now, this is bizarre. Why would you bring... Because, why would you go yes. after two companies? Why would you... Like, they could just yep. call it the Polystation. That's right. Well, for those who don't know, PlayStation is Sony. Nintendo is one of the major competitors of Sony. That's quite a bizarre... Well, hang on. Hold yeah. on. You said that that's the actual Nintendo logo. I think it is. Okay, so are we sure? Maybe this isn't a ripoff. Didn't Nintendo bring out a Polystation <laughs> to compete with the PlayStation? I don't think so, because in the top corner of the box is the PlayStation logo. They don't care about lawsuits, whoever made the Polystation, because they're just putting logos on this left, right, and center. What they've done is they've opened up Photoshop, they've just blacked out the text PlayStation and yep. written Polystation and kept everything else the same. It's impressive. That one comes with built-in games, so that's handy. Well, you'd want to hope so, because I don't know. I've never seen Polystation games on the shelves. Oh, what? In EB Games, there's no Polystation <laughs> section? Point me towards the latest Polystation game, please. Uh, our last one, Dom. Yep. Uh, in your world, you recently bought something similar to this. Okay. Uh, this one's called the Chinendo V. <laughs> okay. Is the company Chinendo? <laughs> Has someone started a company called Genendo just for the sound alike? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a company and then the console is the V. It could be, uh, producer Michael pointed out, because yeah. V is V-I-I. Yeah. It could be Roman numerals. So this could be the, se- the seventh edition of the Genendo. <laughs> I mean, and I always say you don't need to get the first six Chinendos. No, don't bother with them. They really started to hit their stride (laughs) with number seven. It wouldn't be the Nintendo Wii, the Chinendo V, would it? That's that's correct. (laughs) Let's have a look at that one. What are they? Uh, Yeah, and you can see there it's a ripoff of the Wii. No, that is, that's blatant. In fact, I actually think they might have bought an actual Wii and just written different words on it. Mm. That's incredible. Wow. We're heading home tonight to uh, (laughs) fire up. Barrio Brothers <laughs> on the Chinendo V. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Obviously, Zach, Melbourne Cup is uh, done for another year. And uh, last night on the show, uh, along with the help of the Woman's Day Psychic, I presented the way to pick the winner. Yeah, you said that you had discovered a way that everyone would be a winner. Yep. And um, mm. it involved putting your ticket in. Uncooked rice. Yes. Unconventional technique. It's slightly unconventional, but this is from last week's Women's Day. The sidekick basically said, look for omens, uh, put gold coins in both of your pockets, and put your ticket in a ceramic bowl under white rice. So you did that, Dom. I did all of it. You placed a bet on the Melbourne Cup, so I would assume Mm. I'd be talking to a millionaire at the moment. Well, I I only put $20 on. I didn't want to, you know, I I don't want to say I didn't trust the advice. Yeah. But I just thought it would be unfair to everyone else for me to win too much money. How much did you stand to win? I stood to win because I bet on Amelie Star. I stood to win something like $380. Okay, well, I have $380 air. Well, that's it. Because my thinking was, if I was to, knowing I had the secret to winning, if I put all my savings on there, that would be unfair, Mm. right? So I'd just get a small win. Anyway, for those who didn't watch the cup, amazingly, Amelie Star did not win. The Melbourne Cup. In fact, well, that's strange. That horse came fourteenth of twenty-three. Right, middle which, of the pack. Middle of the pack. Now, in front of me here, I have my bowl. Now, can you just confirm for me I did everything right? It's a ceramic bowl. Yep. With white rice. Well, did you do everything right? Is that the question? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a broad question. I am shocked. Firstly, this is the sound of me pouring the white rice in the bin because this yep. ceramic bowl's done me no good. That's also how they create the round, the uh, rain sounds in movies. 
Could you do that again and give us a bit of a rainforest? <laughs> I'm out of rice now. Don't put your hand in the bin. I'm not putting my hand in the bin. Is there anything gross in the bin? Yes, tissues. <laughs> okay, I'll let you off that. <laughs> but I'm looking at my ticket now, which I put under the white uncooked rice like the Woman's Day Psychic told me to do. Yep. And there it says, Amelie Star, $19 rods. What on earth has gone wrong here? Mm. What? I mean, I, I know Woman's Day has already had some trouble this year for publishing perhaps unverified stories about Rebel Wilson. Yep. I don't want to say they've got a second lawsuit on their hands here. Yep. But Zach, I already I had plans for that three hundred and eighty dollars. Yep. I was all excited. What's happened? Uh, I I don't know. I would imagine mm. that maybe yep. um, psychic powers aren't mm. real, <laughs> and so following them <laughs> means that you couldn't win. You know, if I was going to put my finger on it, that's what I would. Maybe draw a distinction about. <laughs> we're going to get calls about that. Really? I reckon we're going to get calls about that. Right. Okay. Well, you <laughs> did it and you proved it wasn't real. I don't really understand. Well, the psychics would say I did something wrong. Yeah. That's what they would say. Yeah. Believe that. Yeah. <laughs> my point is, I thought that. Oh, here's my yeah. point. Yes. If, why didn't every one of the psychics mm. win a million dollars on the Melbourne Cup? Wouldn't you do that if you were psychic? <laughs> if you knew how to pick the winner. <laughs> yeah. If you could see the future, yeah. why wouldn't you do that? Uh, because, again, it would make it unfair, I suppose, to all the other people. All the other people who don't have the power. But they're happy to publish I... how to do it in a, in a magazine. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's a good point. I just feel like, you know, uh, some people follow the form guides, watch horses running for months in the build-up to the race, and and they that's their tactic to try to win money. I really hoped that the $4.50 edition of Woman's Day I purchased late last week yep. would have done it for me. Do you know what the mistake but, was? What? Usually when mm. you do, like, um, this type of thing, yep. they give really vague answers. That's true. So that no matter what they say, it's mm. probably going to come true at some stage. Yeah, you know, right. like something good is going to happen at work mm. in this week. Yep. And it's like, well, I mean, statistically, that's probably going to happen. Mm. The mistake, I think, is saying that they could predict the winner of the Melbourne <laughs> Cup. Because that's very specific. <laughs> it is an ambitious claim. It's an ambitious claim. But for all we know, the Woman's Day Psychic is currently kicking back on a Hawaii that's beach. That's true. Maybe we haven't it. checked the person who wrote the article. <laughs> yeah, that's we true. haven't checked that they haven't won. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making out of context news today, Emma Watson joined in the office sweeps for the Melbourne Cup. I wasn't really interested. I was a bit like, mm, okay. But then. I totally fell in love with my horse and I actually really got into it, which I was really surprised about. Also, Ed Sheeran has moved into a retirement village. Honestly, like, it, you, it's peace and quiet that you get to focus on work, if, if that makes sense. And Donald Trump visited Flemington Racecourse today. I've read about this place for a long time. Where's that horse? I want to go on the horse. I want to. You want to hit the papers tomorrow? Let's get that horse. I'll ride that horse. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is so cheap to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to pay is a five-star rating. Search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave that five-star rating as your admission price, and then you're in, Zach. And uh, can I just say, what a time to visit the Collective Noun Forum. It's always great in spring. It is. And we've been doing a little bit of maintenance work. That's why we haven't been in for a few days. Mm. Uh, we have, as we chatted about last time on the forum, installed a new turnstile. 
All right, well, let's see who's in there. Who's who's in this evening? Well, do you want to enter the collective town forum? No, first? I'm already in here. You're in it. Okay, well, I'll come through. All right, All right. <laughs> now I'm here. I don't like that because you what? shouldn't be counted. Yeah. As you know, the day's admittance. That's true because that gives us fudge. Step numbers. back out. All right. Okay, now climb over. Okay. Uh, yep. We don't encourage anyone else to climb over the turnstile. No. It's just for us so we get some real numbers of who's coming in for the day. In fact, if other people climb over the turnstile, I'd imagine that's eviction from the the forum. We haven't had to do that yet, but who knows? Well, uh, firstly, Zach, Owl Among the Ruins. Do you just want to scan their pass in? Uh, Yep. Welcome. Welcome. How Among the Ruins. I wonder how long this turnstile is going to last in the I reckon it's going to break (laughs) after about three people. That's my prediction. Uh, Owl Among the Ruins is uh, a return visitor to the forum. Okay, welcome. Uh, a Canadian visitor we've had before. And you know what? I love this, Zach. I love that Owl Among the Ruins had a visit to the Collective Noun Forum and then loved it so much that their next holiday, they thought, I'm going to go back. It's a big investment. It really is. From Canada. Mm, and because there's so much of the world to see. Yep. Uh, but That's the, the thing with traveling, isn't it? Yeah. You have such a good time somewhere mm. and you're like, I want to go back. But then you're like, do I actually want to go to somewhere I've already been? Yes. Or should I try to go somewhere I haven't been? It's a it's a hard task. It really is hard. But we do encourage uh, return uh, visitors to the Collective Noun Forum. And Al Among the Ruins firstly says that they've brought some ca- pure Canadian maple syrup with them this time to the forum. Hopefully everyone can enjoy it. And that's lovely. It's always great when you bring uh, delicacy from your home uh, country to the mm-hmm. forum. I think we might have asked for the <laughs> Canadian maple syrup last time Al Among the Ruins was here. So thank you for bringing that along. Now, here's where we're getting into some edgy territory, because they have then gone on to say, if it's possible, I would like to make a request for a shout out. Mm. Okay. Not possible. Sorry. Uh, If accepted, my shout out is to Zach and Dom. They make me smile every day. One of my favorite Australian podcasts. Well, that breaks our heart that we can't issue that shout out. Mm. Because that can only be done in the shout-out courtroom. And unfortunately, that has to be done in person. And I also like the idea that Al Among the Ruins has uh, her, her list of favourite podcasts from every country. Yeah. We cracked the top five for Australians. Yeah. Even in writing correspondence to the podcast, yes. they weren't going to lie and say that we were their favourite. <laughs> they have to be truthful. And I respect that. Oh, Look, realistically, we're not going to be at the top of the list. No. We understand that. Of course not. We're not We're not stupid. But the good thing is, Zach, is they, they knew they would be entering the... The realms of the shout-out courtroom where honesty matters. Yeah, that's right. Um, and in fact, they have gone on to say that if the shout-out isn't accepted, they completely understand because they knew they they know they weren't in the courtroom at the allotted time, right? Which is, you know... It's, it's tough but fair. It is tough but fair, and it's good to know that the system's respected. Yeah. Um, and now along the ruins, on their way out, so they've given us maple syrup, they've made a request for a shout-out, they've said we're one of their favourite Australian podcasts, and they said one last thing on their way out. Um, which is one quick question. Do you guys have day jobs or just the radio show at night? Does this not sound like a full-time <laughs> endeavor? <laughs> Lots of stuff to do oh. around the park. It took me three full days to get this uh, sound effect. What do you mean? You mean the turnstile uh, you built? Yeah, the turnstile. To yep. construct the turnstile. It was a, that was a long journey to um, do that. No, we don't have day jobs. No, mostly during the day I just sleep and <laughs> should we have day jobs yeah probably i nearly went for a part-time job the other day actually did you yeah, you didn't did. tell me about that <laughs> i didn't t- no look i was i also a... think that might be a mm. breach of our contract that we signed <laughs> you can have other jobs can't you uh, as long as i don't with... think you can as long as they're not with competitors i imagine it was at a books a bookshop 
What, during the week? Yeah, just thought, you know. We work at the radio station, Don. <laughs> you can't just go get another job. <laughs> no, but you know how some people like moonlight? All right, this would be this would yeah, be right, you want to daylight. <laughs> It'd be daylighting for me, right? Because you know we don't we don't have to work all the time. I thought I could put like a ten a.m. to two p.m. shift <laughs> once a week. You gotta do? Shop. I don't what know. You gotta do. They just said now hiring, and uh, I, I thought I'd like to work in a bookshop. That sounds like a bit of fun. It's not. <laughs> right. The, well, the like friend I was the friend I was there with said you already have a job. Yes, <laughs> you don't need to take this job. And by the way, the mm. possibly easiest job in the world. That's a good point. The bookshop, I know that you're romanticizing it, but you don't get yeah. to read the books. That's you just true. put in books back. That's true. I think Do you like doing that? Uh, not as much, <laughs> I'll be honest. But you know what? I, I, I did think that and I did decide not to go for it. However, I have seen that there's a new movie theatre opening up near me mm. and they're looking for casual staff. Okay, for I don't understand weekend why. Weekend shifts. <laughs> okay, you could do it on the weekend. A weekend shift. I could do that. I just like being around books. Yeah. I don't like doing work though. Yeah. So maybe That's if they, big downside. Yeah, maybe they just pay me to sit in the bookshop, look mm. like someone was there. Oh, do you yeah. Know what I mean? No, idea. I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> just look they like they might busy. let you. They, you could possibly get a, a coffee. They might pay you a coffee. Right, is okay. it a coffee shop as well? Ah, uh, it is actually. How did yeah. you know? I'm just guessing. Not many bookshops are also coffee shops. Oh, really? So that's a fair guess. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I must know the one you're talking about. I actually went for the job. <laughs> I made it to the second round. <laughs> That's why you didn't get it. <laughs> that would just be your luck as well, wouldn't it? If, you know, you, you it's enough that you can't get away from me in this job. You're up to your second job and <laughs> I, I got the job in the counter as well. Um, because I would imagine that some of the work would be in the cafe. Yeah, And see, right. that's quite busy. That's not your style. No, that's not my go. I mean, although in saying that, again, I like being around food and drink. Yeah, just, especially milk. That's milk it. and books. Hello. <laughs> Dream <laughs> job. We keep running out of milk and there's just me in the back corner of the bookshop going by the carton. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Turn a song into a segment. We don't think the songs do enough work on the radio, Dom. That's mm. why we feel we can take one of the latest hits, yep. change the words a little bit mm. and turn it from a song into a radio segment. And uh, tonight, Zach, we are drawing from this one from Sam Smith. Only too good at goodbye. And we have twisted it with a little bit of a subtle twist into this. High rise. That's right. On 131060, we're looking for someone in a high rise, a skyscraper, a tall building. We're trying to find Mm. our highest listener. That's it. The person on the highest floor. And you might be listening thinking, I'm on a second floor apartment. That's where we'll start. Yeah, maybe I'm on a second story of a building, but you know what? That is a start. In fact, well, I reckon we've got to start. We'll take ground floor people first, wouldn't we? Yep. Uh, second floor would yep. definitely will take those calls. Well, if you're in a double-decker bus, well, that, that for account, example. 131060 if you are in a high-rise or on a higher level. Now, what happens if yeah. we can't tell the level, mm. but they're on top of a tall structure, but they don't know the story? So let's say they're on top of yes. uh, a bridge. Okay. It's top of a bridge. Would we do that, or do you have to know the uh, how high you are? I would have to be able to Google the bridge and get an equivalent meterage okay. of height. I reckon that would be... And that also, sounds too technical. Well, also, I don't know how many people are listening to this on the Sydney Harbour Bridge bridge climb. And I don't know if they do that at <laughs> quarter past 12 at night. <laughs> but it's a market they're missing, really. 131060, do yeah. you think that you're our highest listener? Now, there is a chance, Zach, we have to entertain this, that all of our listeners are ground level. 
No, you I don't, don't believe it. You don't believe I don't it? believe it. Okay. All right, well, we'll see if anyone is listening on a higher than ground level after this. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun Late Nights with Zach and Dom. Turn a song into a segment. We don't think the songs are doing enough work on the radio. That's mm. why we feel like we can take one of the latest hits, yep. change a couple of words, and change it from a song to a radio segment. And tonight, Zach, we're using this one from Sam Smith. I'm way too good at goodbye. I'm way too good at goodbye. Changed to this. I'm way too good at High rise. Whether you call it a high rise, a skyscraper, mm. just a big building. We're looking for the highest radio listener. That's basically it, Zach, because most of our listeners we think might be at ground level, but mm. we've asked on 131060, if you're listening in a building that you're on the second story, you're on the 50th story, whatever it is, Give us a call. Let us know. Now, Justin from Victoria mm. thinks that he is our highest listener. Justin, how high are you at the moment? Uh, it may not be super competitive. I'm on the EJ Witten Bridge. Okay, the EJ Witten Bridge in Victoria. How Do you know how tall that is? I do not. Okay, let me have a brief look here. I'm just Googling the EJ Witten Bridge. Oh, I have found out on Google that it's 38 kilometres long. Long? Okay. That's, uh... Or the M80 ring road. I'm not sure if that's the same thing. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I can also see that they widened the EJ Witten Bridge. But unfortunately, I can't get anything on height. Let's just go that it's an average bridge height. How, how high do you reckon your average bridge is, Zach? If you had to take a punt. Do you 20 metres. 20 metres? How many stories is that? Mm. 20... I don't know. I'm going to say four. three... Three, four stories. What we're going to do, Justin, we're yep. going to put 10 seconds on the clock. Mm. If on 13, 10, 60, yep. someone doesn't call in that time saying that they can beat a bridge, that yep. they're currently higher than a bridge, yes, then you are our highest listener. Okay, Does that sound fair, Justin? I reckon that sounds pretty good. Okay, All right, let's, let's start the clock. Oh, this must be nervous for you, Here Justin. We go. You must be feeling this. 10 okay. seconds on the clock. 13, 10, 60, if you can beat... A bridge. Here we go. We're trying to find the highest listener in the country. Oh, oh do we have any calls, Dom? We have a call. Oh, we have. Did we, they come in in the 10 seconds? They made the 10 did seconds. Did they make the 10 seconds? They did. Troy is in Shepherd and Troy. How high are you at the moment? Three stories. Three stories. Oh, I don't know if that oh, beats it. Three stories. Does three stories beat a bridge? Oh, we're going to go to our producer, Michael. What do you reckon? I mean, he's, he's not listening. He's, he's listening to the competition radio show. Hang let's, on, though. Let's go. Wait, We've got wait, Stuart wait. in Melbourne. Stuart in Melbourne is also called up, I believe, within the 10 seconds. Stuart, how high are you at the moment? About 10 stories. 10, ten stories. stories. There we go. You are our highest listener. I'm sorry, Justin. Oh, what a shame for Justin. But Stuart wins. Are you in a hotel, Stuart? You're in an apartment complex? Where, what are you in? Uh, the top of the Nilex building in Melbourne. Oh, I see. All right. Well, you know what? We uh, we, we went into this, Zach, with dreams of maybe reaching 50 stories. Yep. But I will happily take Stuart's around 10 stories. Yep. It's good That's pretty know. good. That's yep. pretty good. When mm. I think of... Who I'd like to be listening to our radio show. Yes. My first criteria mm. is anyone. <laughs> that's a great point. My second criteria is listeners <laughs> above ground level. And that's what I think we've proved tonight. <laughs> I think so. In fact, we do actually have uh, someone a little bit higher than Stuart. I don't know whether we... We've just awarded the highest listener in the country. Yeah, no, unless it's going to be a thousand. Unless someone's... Is someone a- on the moon? <laughs> do we have someone from the moon calling, Dom? <laughs> no, no one's calling from the moon. I'm going to stick with Stuart, highest listener in the country. <laughs> Congratulations. It's Collective Now. How many nights. stories was the other one? one?
20. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, uh, we are the unofficial brand ambassadors for mm. LA Ice Cola. Yep. The unauthorised brand ambassadors. They haven't asked us to do it. They're not no. paying us. And in fact, if they found out, yep. they might ask us to <laughs> stop. You know LA Ice Cola from the early 2000s sponsored pop stars. Yep. Home and Away, I believe, at one yeah, stage. had a brief Home and Away sponsorship. You'd also know it from the floor of your local uh, convenience store. Well, we are on the search for a bargain LA Ice Cola. And last night on the show, we heard from Hayden, mm. who said that he found 24 Ooh. cans yep. for $10. We swore that we'd no, go... Zach, for $5. What did I say? $10. Oh, jeez. And I know the half price of that. Sorry. 24 cans for $5. That's six litres of LA Ice Cola for $5. Uh, we swore that we would go on mm. a Lord of the Rings style quest to yep. find this lab. We are going to do that later this week, Tom. Mm. It it came to my mind today yep. that we should take some precautions on this trip to prepare for such a bounty. Okay. And this is my idea. Yeah. I think that on the day... Of the quest, which mm. I believe will be Thursday. Okay, right. Like your well, hold on. Do we want to give them the notice that we're coming? I'm not mm. sure we want to do that. It could be Friday. It could be Friday. could be tomorrow. could be Wednesday. Yeah. I think when we prepare, mm. it should be like going into surgery. Now, you know, before you go into surgery, you can't eat or drink in a period <laughs> beforehand. Yes, it's I about 12 hours. I don't think we should drink anything in the morning. Okay. And I think the first drink of the day should be LAI so that our bodies yes. aren't tainted by any other beverage. Okay, I like that. I'm happy to commit to that if you are. Um, I'm, I'm a bit worried that our message isn't quite getting through yet, actually, because I was chatting to my dad about this earlier today, mm. and he was joking that we should take a refrigerated truck with us to pick up the LAI. No, that wouldn't happen. And I was like, you just don't get it, Dad. It's best served at room temperature. <laughs> That's why they sell it at room temperature. It's the room temperature cola. Yep. You don't chill LA ice. What are you yep. thinking? So I think that, what do we say, from nine o'clock onwards, we don't drink any beverages? 9am? Yep. Oh, did we start the night before even? Hmm. 9pm. 9pm. That could okay. be getting to the dangerous stage. Oh, Because I'm not wow. sure what sort of quest we're going on. Uh, will, yeah. we, will we be trekking across you know, mm. dry plain lands. I would imagine so. I'd imagine we'd be going through forests. We'll probably have to canoe for a little bit yep. at some stage. But the thing is, Zach, no matter how weak and wearied and, and lacking of nutrition our bodies are by the time we reach the LA yep. Ice Cola, it's an elixir. Yeah. It will instantly heal us. What do you think about this idea yeah. for the way home? Sure. If I take one of those hats that you can put oh. cans on either side. Yes. And so... Yes. I'll wear that empty on the way there. Yes. But then when we get there, I'll get two of my cans and I'll put them in the, you know, traditionally I think you put beer in them, but what I'll do is LA ice. Mm. I'll put that in there and that will help me get rehydrated after our fast. I, I actually think that's the uniform of the day. Yep. I think me, you and our producer, Michael, who's coming with us on the quest. All okay, so we get a few of them. You get a few of those three. Those we hats. go in with our hats empty. Yep. We walk out filled with the best beverage you, in the world. Do you know what the best thing is? What? That If there's two cans per hat, yeah. that's six cans. We've still got on one $5 slab, 18 cans <laughs> of LA Ice Cola left. Wow. wow. You know what we need? What? We need to get a film composer to write music for this adventure. That's 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 all that's missing from being an yep. epic quest. Okay. Well, what I could hear is <laughs> yep. doing the fast. Yep. yep. We're across that. <laughs> <Sure>. Achievable. <laughs> Get the beer hats that we're going to put LA ice in. Yeah. Okay. That's a little harder, <laughs> yeah. but I think we could find a shop that had them. I'm on board. Yeah. The third suggestion, find a film composer. <laughs> 
to write an original score on our car trip on Thursday. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Look, it's easy to get carried away in these scenarios. I retract that comment. However, for any film composers listening, feel free. Um, that is what we've got time for tonight. If you want to grab the full show, search for Collecting Down on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.